Welcome to another episode of Metaphys. I have a guest that I'm very excited about this week. She's a legend. She's a neighbor. She's a friend. She's an Isa. I'm learning to pronounce her name the way it's said. My friend Isa. Isa. That's good. Rodriguez. <laughs> Do I say that right? That's great. Was yeah. it even close? Yeah, it was pretty close. Is on the podcast this week. Isa is in Metaphys headquarters, and we are all the happier for it. Isa, tell us a little bit about yourself. Hi, I'm Isa. I'm Yaz- Yasmin's neighbor. Um, I've been for two or three years. I don't know. Um, Neither of us know. <laughs> we don't know. Um, yeah, it's been really great to be a neighbor and a friend and... I don't know, finding Yasmin a really great friend to to deconstruct a lot of a lot of things and also have a lot of drinks and have a lot of fun and, and a lot of chicken wings. Yes, and and chicken wings and everything. So I feel like what else can you ask from a friend? All right, you'll right? get your check. Right? Pipe down. <laughs> like I will yeah. I will pay you for all of this. Full on. <laughs> no, but like, and honestly, it is a rarity to like have a friend and neighbor in New York City. Like, I think mostly we try to avert eyes when we're walking around mm-hmm. in this city because what it requires of you to kind of be a friend is so difficult that I think like what it requires to just be a passing acquaintance, like you just don't even want to bother. But like, it's been so worth it and so awesome I'm so happy that you're here yeah me too to talk about <laughs> being naked I love this podcast so and this is my favorite topic yeah <laughs> again you will get your your check like it's okay um yeah so this week we are going to talk about nudity because me and Isa Isa me and Isa you good <laughs> It's important to me to say my friend's name right. I don't know, like, why it ever wouldn't be. But anyway, we were, like, going to go to the beach, and we ended up going to the park. Um, That notwithstanding, we ended up kind of, like, having this dialogue about why we were wearing or not wearing a certain amount of clothing. And it sort of brought up our cultural ideas of, like, nudity and, like, I mean, not necessarily nudity in that instance, but, like, just like showing your body like and our comfort level with that and like all of the nuances therein and I think we connected on how much that was so different because I didn't grow up in in America and neither did she and I, I feel like my behavior here is so different than it was growing up and I really wanted to explore that further um I would say that growing up, like, there was a bit of an indifference to nudity. Like, it was maybe sort of taught to me to be sort of modest and in mixed company, but, like, there wasn't necessarily any kind of Mm -hmm. shaming or a whole lot of thought process around it. It was just kind of like, hey, you know, some people don't like when you get naked, but, like, no one was really being that careful in my household about anyone seeing anyone naked. What was your experience there? Um, 
I mean, my experience was exactly the same, like, exactly the same. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, still up to today, I will have situations like when I'm back home that either one of my parents or my brother will like walk in on the bathroom or like, or my bedroom, like at any state, there's like, it's almost like a lack of privacy, which is like, maybe we can discuss that like at the, <laughs> at the, at the further question, but, but for the sake of like comfort with nudity, I think that this is like self-explanatory as like how like comfortable like we are. Yeah. Um, I don't mean this in any way to be like, oh, this is like how the Portuguese people are. I feel like it's very particular to my my family. Like, and we can also like explore later, like how how that has related, like, you know, in yeah. any other ways. But yes, I. With that said, that it's is particular been- to your family, but I do feel like there is a little bit more. Oh, more, more. Like give. I lived There's in like in Europe somewhat. Like I lived in Italy and like mm-hmm. you know was in France somewhat just from living in Italy and like I never went to Portugal, but I feel like probably there's a similar. Yeah. While there's a lot of uh, religious, strange kind of things yes. there, <laughs> there's also a lot of um, everybody is sort of if they're 80 or two is naked on the beach. Yes. And I think there is a place in Europe for nudity that is not sexual. And I've actually had a hard time finding that place here in this country. Well, I think to me, I mean, and again, without, because I feel like this is a topic that you kind of like run into the risks of like becoming like too generalize and yeah and so like i would not like want to like my experience become like you know at metaphys we're only general and uninformed we're just, we're just part of the personal <laughs> yeah uh and it's just it's my personal but I, I in so even the back the old old europe like i, I don't mean to like speak for for the old <laughs> for the whole continent in a, in any way but i do no, i'm gonna require that you do <laughs> please no, speak i can't uh, but I but I do I do think I do agree with that that uh, that it is like in a lot of ways like less sexualized and to to the extent like you know like I'm not I'm not a researcher I'm not a historian this is not like a topic that I've like put on like a lot of hours like researching yeah. but just from my own experience what I do feel like is I never felt anything when mm-hmm. I was there about any of like my I, show of body but i felt all the things here 100% so, i feel the same way i feel like um i only can unpack it posthumously because yeah. i don't remember who i exactly, was back exactly, then exactly exactly right? like but i do i have a distinct memory of I mean, I will frame this with the fact that, like, I'm not somebody who just strips my clothes off at, like, a drop of a dime. Like, I'm, I don't know. I, I feel like I have a certain sense of, like, um, context and modesty or whatever you want to call it. I don't feel very connected to it as, like, right or wrong. It's just, like, what I'm used to, I guess. Like, I'm not the first person to take all my clothes off. However, I do have distinct Uh-oh. memories of when I was a very, very small child. It's like easily like four running up to my dad like in the middle of the night being like my butthole itches 
and just bending over like completely and being like, look, yeah. pulling my cheeks apart to show in my butthole. So like, I don't think I was taught a whole lot of body shame. Yeah. So like, the fact that I don't take my clothes off like easily is like not it's not any kind of weird like shame or idea no. of like never feeling comfortable in your body. It's more just like context. I feel very connected to context. Like whatever people's idea of what nudity is, I sort of act in in tandem with that and I think here it's very nudity is sexual I don't think that nudity is ever even when people are trying to be radical about it even the radic being radical about it it has a lot of weight whereas it had no air in my upbringing whatsoever someone was naked they were not naked no one cared it was it was sort of a non motherfucking factor you know um, I, I don't know. I feel like it's actually, I feel like we had like a, a previous conversation to this podcast that I, I told you that I would like not bring on any weird stories about my childhood. No, and please do. No, no, but here you are. You yeah. just brought a story that you were like, I definitely told that, like, you about watching. Cheek. So no, I feel like, not yeah. even cheeks, like whole. <laughs> I so, asked him to examine my butthole because yeah. it itched. Like, so I think you just like made it like, yeah, this is all kosher from now on. This yeah. is like, yeah, this is all, it's, it's all, all easy. Good. But, but like in response to that, I think actually like this, this story that you share, you shared and the, and this comment is exactly the best explanation or portrait of, of the cultural differences about nudity and about body body relations and and, mm -hmm. and, and, and body body communication in be not not necessarily between both continents or both countries but like that there are so many and I, I definitely had an upbringing that is similar to that like yeah. with, the, with the comfort and, and, and with the ease of spreading your butt cheeks just to show something that you don't think it's right and, and right. there was some kind of like comfort level exactly. I had with, with and nudity even though in my mind I would probably most readily say that like I did not grow up in a naked household yeah. nobody paraded themselves around naked but there was something but in my that upbringing that let me be completely exactly. fine yeah being like <laughs> i don't know and, and you know like and i feel like that has been like worn off from me like as i grow up and like and i i, I don't know like i think a podcast like this and like spending the week thinking about like how i like actually position myself like onto this like actually like i'm led to think that yeah, like that these opportunities of sharing and this ease of sharing is, is more removed from me, not necessarily because I'm older, but just because I'm not more in touch with the not people. Not so connected. Not yeah. so connected with the people that were like big parts of like my upbringing. Like yeah. I cannot just text my mom like a picture of my vagina. Yeah. But like I guarantee you if I like I was home, like I would probably be showing it to her if I had like any type of doubt. So, you know, like <laughs> yeah. I, I, I think that that's kind of like what yeah, it, you what get it a little plays bit, like, on. Yeah. yeah, it was sort of a natural feeling of yeah. like complete comfort and ease in my body when it was not 
Like you okay, show your like, armpits or that you show like In this context, I would ask you a question like that I think maybe can frame this somewhat. Do you think you're like at any time in your life, like your body image informs how comfortable you feel being naked? Like if you feel less, I don't know. Like, like am I my personal body image? Like if you're in a place where you feel really good about your body, you're more likely to show it off. No. Like me neither. Absolutely not. I think that sort of says it all. Absolutely not. Like I don't, I've, I've fluctuated. Like, I mean, I'm... I fluctuate very happily. Yeah, and like I like I like to say it as a joke, but it's no joke at all. That I actually like look the same that I looked when I was twelve, and most people really laugh hard when I say that. But that's almost not a joke. Can you imagine a twelve-year-old that looks exactly like I look today? It's no joke, you know. <laughs> it's only joke like now, but it was not I mean, joke I, when I was twelve. I think like, it's, it's- very scary for right? I think young like, men are gonna go to jail exactly. if like you look like this when you're yeah, twelve. Yeah, but but it's the truth. Yeah. So it's yeah, no. I hear no, you. I absolutely I would not. say yeah. with a caveat though. I think the only area and I say this completely with a lot of thought put into it, the only area where I feel that my comfort with being naked changes would be in my romantic relationship. Mm -hmm. I think with my friends, at the beach, with my relatives, with whatever, girlfriend, new friends, it doesn't matter what area of like fluctuation or body place I am in. It doesn't matter if I'm feeling the worst about myself, the best about myself, whatever. I'm the same. Yeah. The only area is with the person that I'm like in a relationship with. And I think the reason is because that is an attraction-based relationship. I'm not saying completely, but But there is an element of attraction-based, I don't know, like interaction there. Um, And so I do think sometimes when I'm not feeling the best about myself in terms of like whatever body image, that that can alter me wanting to be naked in front of someone but I would never feel differently about, like, I will take my clothes off right now, Isa. It would make you very uncomfortable, but I wouldn't care. Like, should we having this podcast recording totally naked? Maybe? In a word, no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we need to add anything new. Like, this is already too new. Yeah. But, like, I'm not really too not worried or self-conscious about sort of non-attraction-based. Yeah. Nudity. Like, if I'm with my girlfriends or, like, with my friends or with my family members, I think this is a sort of nudity that, like, if you're just changing or you're at a gym or you're, like, whatever it is, I don't necessarily think that there's, like, some kind of sizing you up in terms of attractiveness. But I think that can healthily exist in a relationship. Um, I mean, again, from, like, my experience, I... It's almost the opposite. I almost feel, I almost feel guilty sometimes, or like that I have to check myself because I am not caring enough about what the other person feels. Like I, I think my default is actually to be really comfortable to whatever state I'm at, 
And by mm. comfortable, I don't mean necessarily like feeling sexy or anything. I just feel, I just mean feeling comfortable. Yeah. And that I, and then sometimes I do have to check and and see, okay, how is the other person perceiving me? Is it either is a loved one or someone that I hope is a loved one or just other people in general? And and that's the the time that so more you thought feel come. really connected and like completely like I don't know just in ease. your body and Absolutely. ease and like completely fine I don't and no matter what yeah and like really your don't. worry maybe is like that How someone isn't getting me. it yes yeah absolutely and Got but it. that's not to be dismissed that's the thing I feel like that's not necessarily an afterthought I think it comes as an afterthought but it is as a relevant thought like I, I do get a lot of anxiety about that and and I feel like I do engage in a lot of other you know protocols and procedures because of that like yeah. you know the waxings and the dressing ups and the modesty uh-huh. like whatnot like that's mainly because of that but so it's not an afterthought but it, be, it comes as an afterthought for me for sure that's interesting I feel like when I'm with a group of girlfriends, say, and we all, like, go to the beach, my boundaries are sort of nothing. Like, I have no thoughts about what's going on physically. Yeah. Um, and if there are, like, actually, if there are men there that, like, are not men I'm dating, same. Yeah. I could give not one shit. Like, I could have, like, a <laughs> random pubic hair hanging out yeah. on the side of my baby. I don't think I would care. I think it's very based on if I'm in an attraction-based relationship with someone. And I think mm-hmm. there is something to me that's very intrinsic about sexual attraction that is not emotionally based. Yes, that's so true. Um, unpopular thought. Um, <laughs> I, I think that I only date people who respect women and who completely side with us and our allies and I would never be with somebody who didn't have those feelings um, I honestly wouldn't I'm not saying it's wrong to be but I yeah. would not feel comfortable being just because of my own fragility um, but like that's how I feel and um, I within that there is just the idea that like you know what someone's penis does and you know what someone's brain does. And that's very different. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And I, I feel yeah. like when you're in that relationship that is based on like what's a turn on, what's not a turn on, that becomes part of the dialogue. I mean, or not. I guess it is part of the dialogue for me. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I don't, honestly, I think both ways. Like, I, I, like my answer to this prompt is like, it's both ways. I think I, I have been in relationships that, or I've been in relationships with men that, because I like men, uh, that have been totally open to whatever I bring to the table. And I've been with, in relationships with men that are less open with what I bring to the table Mm -hmm. and are more prompt to actually condition like their likes and uh, with that said I always felt like was my own 
decision to to cater my body to whatever I thought like and and then that's the part that like you know like I I sometimes find it conflictuous but but I kind of like is it mm -hmm. to myself being like you still in charge Isa it's like okay like maybe I will not wax for three years and then I start dating a guy that really cares that that I wax and I, like I'm not necessarily doing it for him but like it's more like I want to do it for these relationships because it's my contribution that I'm I'm doing it for. And maybe there's some level of like I don't know lightness about complete like it. There is an area that is just like you're playing around with your image. Yeah. Um, exactly. If we could even like, take it out of the deepest parts of like nakedness no, and like it's we could just take it to even like makeup. It's like. There's going to be the guy, the girl, the, the, you know, whatever gender pronoun who, like, prefers you in the most minimal. In all ways, And then there's the yeah. one who, like, really, like, loves when you, like, put a beat on. It's like, as long as you have that moment in your own mind where you do what feels naturally to you. And sometimes, sometimes you want to play with this in this area that is just attraction. I think that's what I'm trying to zero in on. Yes, ex but I think it's exactly that. Maybe there's an area where it's like, this is an attraction-based nudity, whether it's makeup nudity, whether it's body nudity, maybe this is an area where that applies. And an area where you're on a beach with your friends, that's not an area where it applies. I, I, that's what I feel like. I feel like nudity is maybe way more... I mean, not flexible, but more like stretched than than that. Like mm -hmm. that, I think it I may actually applies to to the beach and to personal interactions. Like, what well, I think I a hundred percent agree with what you're saying, and that's exactly like what where I stand. But and again, maybe like how I feel about it also. Be, comes from my own experiences but I I feel pretty solid about my body like it's almost yeah. like this is sacred I feel about my body no one seriously no so one not, can touch it's it it's self-affirming it's seriously it's self no one can touch this bubble it's mm -hmm. untouchable so anything else that someone brings on to me it's up it's up to consideration. It's either something I consider that I can extend myself to or that I can grant to them or that I can I can do, but it doesn't come from a, a personal belief on that sense. Right. So, like, you can, like, kind of play with a, like, sort of fetishized idea. Exactly. But yeah. it's not like you it's, are ever going to internalize me. it. Exactly. It doesn't. I mean, that's, like, a huge part of it, I feel like. Um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like there's... The dialogue seems to be thick right now with the idea of nudity in general. Mm -hmm. And, like, I mean, what is your take on, like, the free the nipple thing? Oi! <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> we get in a way. This okay. You have things I've been to say. Waiting for this question, <laughs> the free the nipple question. So um, yes, because I actually never really thought of free the nipple until I moved to the U.S. Mm -hmm. Again, like I, 
I don't know. I feel like I eat topless in all forms of topless, you know, beach or not beach throughout all my life. Yeah. Maybe more so at the beach on my later life, like teenage and adulthood. But I never really thought too much about it. That was just like an exercise Mm -hmm. of my freedom. Like I do have the freedom of having my boobs out. In the same way, actually have the freedom of having my vagina out. And like, maybe this is another episode why I did not choose to have my vagina out, you know? Like, because clearly I didn't. I mean, maybe there's other reasons for that. Like, just that are like a little bit more um, evolutionary. You know what I mean? I feel like everybody wants to take their shirt off because it's hot Mm -hmm. and like, it helps you aerate. And I feel like it's very practical to want to have your shirt off. But, like, to have your yeah. pants off, dirt gets in. Sh- like, it actually is not practical. I mean... I feel like to want to have your butt on any kind of proverbial soil, it's uncomfortable. It's actually uncomfortable. So you have to be really aggressively nude <laughs> to want to have your junk out. I... I mean, and I agree, but at the same time... No, that's time, my idea. It's, it's a fact. Yeah. And, uh, I don't think that's the thing. I don't think it's fact. I think I think it's like we right now really focus on the boobs and really focus yeah. on the nipple. But I actually think like our free the nipple is... And that's maybe what I was trying to say. Is It's part of like a wider narrative. Like why mm-hmm. not everything else? But but it's it's actually part of this wider narrative of us... Like, throughout history, and by us, I mean humanity, I don't mean us in the present, but, like, stigmatizing parts of the body, like, either under the umbrella of religious, like, agendas Mm -hmm. or political agendas, but we have consistently stigmatized parts of the body, either sexualizing it or... I don't even know what the, what's the adjective of this, but like making it into a sinful, well, like, like shaming, shaming it. And we love that word shaming. Shaming, but, in, but 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 I think America. that but I think that that's the truth. And like if you look at the beginnings of like humanity, like there was actually you know, no stigmatizing and no shaming. Like we were all we were all fucking naked. Like we were all naked to start. Right. So I mean, everyone no, was born that way, and I mean just to like sort of relegate it back to like our um experience i feel like we were not necessarily shamed in our upbringing right but i feel like a lot of people are yeah a lot of people are taught to like feel like nudity is dirty and wrong and i don't think that i was really taught that whatsoever even though a lot of people might find me modest or whatever it is like i have a really um like lucid and like clear memory of like me being around a family friend um, who was older than me and like whatever like nice girl still friends with her but uh, where she was with her friends and me and my sister were like quite a lot younger and like they were all kind of getting ready to go somewhere and like they all kind of just piled in the bathroom took all their clothes off were just like talking and like just going about their business like I would not say that was quite the level that I was I was brought up in in our house practicality prevailed like if everyone needed to be in the shower everyone was naked exactly if everybody was 
like I remember me and my sister having no bathing suits some one time and my dad was like wear shorts and like that obviously meant we were not with any top yeah. on but it was like who cares these are children like there's nothing sexual about that wear shorts like there was a practicality about it like there wasn't this idea that you just and I think you and me have had this mutual realization there's some reason we don't want to necessarily like bikini top at Fort Tilden there's a radicality radicality is not a word but like there is a radical element applied to removing your top here that I don't even want to get involved with that yeah I I think that's 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 a part like that that radicality is really like what's what bothers me like you know I think like I think like what you were just saying like like about like your dad just being like just wear no top that that to me speaks volumes you know that's pragmatism it's like why would you even care there's just nothing going on wear no top there's nothing going on nothing that, that, untoward is happening if you have to be naked you're naked yeah if you are cold you put clothes on if it's wet you take your clothes off because you're wet there is nothing so that to me is pragmatic. That to me speaks to the body in a pragmatic way. That like that's that's intersectional in terms of gender. You know that will apply mm-hmm. to a female. That will apply to a male. Like I can get down with that. I cannot get down with any type of like over sexualizations of the nipple that I actually only have experienced. Here, like I'm, I mean, I'm not so an anthropologist. Like yeah. I'm not an historian. So like, well, I correct no, me if I'm wrong. You know, so that's that's the thing. But like, I have not experienced that. But I, I, I actually can't. Like, I actually see men's nipples every freaking day. Yeah. What is about my own nipples? Like that are exactly the same. Plus, like a, a well, m- I mean, at least yours like serve a purpose exactly the same right? plus so like another is, bodily function yeah that's the only difference is that we actually have another function yeah. up to them but otherwise it's the same we yeah. have men that have the same size boobs that we have and sometimes so when bigger. does this begin do you know i've had an issue with like the the phrase like yeah. very male gazy yeah. word or phrase I feel like that is like a cheater word for like you caught a glimpse in some inside someone's sleeve, and I really dislike that as a term, like side boob. Side boob is an annoying term. Please stop using it. It's me, Yasmin. The fucking yeah, we side boob, under boob, maybe whatever, full boob. Police. Maybe you saw my full boobs at once. I probably saw your full boobs at once, too, when you took off your shirt. I saw the, a you half know, a like, ball when you were working out. Like, yeah, I mean, exactly. I don't, we don't That's talk about part, side like, ball. I've I, seen a lot of side ball. Let's be real. It's okay. Maybe this is a, bit, maybe this is a stretch. Maybe the phrase I was looking for was, like, I don't want to be the prob- problematic police. But I am a little bit the problematic police. Like, stop saying side boob. It's not a thing. Like, it's not a thing. That is the side of a woman. If you see a woman in profile, you're likely to see the side of her boob. That is actually just part of what her body is. And it's really annoying to call it that. Like, it's always a sexualized thing that we're teasing. I don't want to constantly think every angle is a tease. That's not what... 
But oh I think my before God, we Bernie. get before we get to that though, like before we get well, to we, like we normalizing the angles, I think we actually like need to normalize just like boobs existing besides like a sexualized like realm like for most males like for most males yeah and like i don't even understand where they get this from i really well, don't they, I most mean, males have sisters most males have mothers most males most have males come on you understand where it comes from they like I, that's what keeps them alive it comes from certain, porn actually like i think for no, most males it comes from porn doesn't. porn comes from an obsession with breasts that comes from an obsession with breasts that comes from being a child that like survives on breasts i guess but but that's the part that like i don't i actually and maybe this is like a moment that we can like this take is a, a moment breather. we get like more meta and less fizz oh uh, <laughs> we're like i do think that everything that comes from my social construct comes from uh, like I don't know anthropological place in some way and I just feel like yes yeah. people are obsessed with boobs because boobs feed you and give you life and they're taken away kind of randomly I, I guess know. but I I guess okay yeah <laughs> again that's just my opinion yeah. that I have no PhDs and no ideas about but it's an inkling I have I, I do yeah. think that yeah, it's a huge part of a lot of people's lives. It is Breasts, troublesome. I guess then, I'll I'll leave it with that. That is it is troublesome. Like I, I I I don't think it's resolved not just in here, like in yeah. the spectrum that we are talking about. I think in a larger spectrum, I think I think that's one of the risks in the society that we live today. That yeah. we like we have all these platforms for oversharing, like we have access more than ever to each other's bodies like each other's like intimacy and in a way we have maybe even less understanding of where each other is coming from like uh, on an intimate level and yeah. how do they feel about their body or how do they feel about the intimacy and we have not resolved that to ourselves we project a lot into these bodies hearts and these organs mm -hmm. and so yeah so that's I guess that's what I'm saying like I think that's that's TBD how we will resolve that and I do hope that we resolve that in in, yeah. a, in a nice way because right now we're not resolving it in a nice way I yeah I don't I personally don't see it being something that's gonna get resolved I feel like there's going to be a fight a reversal. I feel like there's something intrinsic in our makeup that yeah. says we're either at a period of female sexuality dominancy or we're at a male sexuality dominancy period. Yeah. I don't actually think they ever lived together well because I think, unfortunately, our, I don't know, our makeup doesn't help that. And I, Again, that's just my feeling. No, but I agree with that. I think that that's very spot on. And at the same time, I feel like bringing back to what we're talking about, which are the boobs and the breasts, which, mm -hmm. which are like a, a common element in both male and female. And it is interesting to see how only women breasts have been sexualized 
in that extent. Right. And not male's breasts, be- maybe because, you know, aha, male well, breasts I mean, are not sexy at all. You don't sexualize them? I feel like I I could. Uh, I could sexualize a man's breasts. Yeah, but not chest. large male breasts. No, but it's a largeness <laughs> thing that we're... Okay, well, you know, Come I think on, this I mean, could get joke. very convoluted. I think attraction is very fluid. I mean, yeah. to the point where people are, like, very attracted by someone's toenail jam. Like, I mean... Yeah, totally. I don't think that... I was being it, it's, Yes, I know, I know, I know. And I'm getting more convoluted. I think that's when we realize that we need to talk about how Jay-Z just dropped an album. I think... Yeah. So, we all know Jay-Z dropped an album. Yeah. And none of us have heard it. I heard it. All right. Well, fucking he says heard it. I haven't heard it because I don't have a title. I heard it on the radio. No, I heard it on the radio. I actually only heard... The radio? What the fuck is the radio? A quart of it. The radio is streaming it. What do you mean the radio? The radio, the internet radio, Hearts MX, whatever. Whatever that right. shit was that, like, Pitchfork told me that I should stream on, I streamed I'm sure on. you're already aware from listening to this podcast that, like, I was Isa working is, like, so cool. Like, I, what is the radio? No one has the radio. Yes, I was working for thing. three days straight at the studio, plenty of time to stream on, like, all the podcasts available, so I was on the radio. Alright, <laughs> she, she knows where the radio is. I think that died in, like, I, 2002, uh, which tells you how old I am. I I don't know. Okay, so, like, I'm, I can speak from my own interest on, like, listening to it. Like, I was be on floored by Beyonce's album beyond because I thought it was so raw and so honest like in all the ways like we wait are we're take- talking about Beyonce we're talking about Beyonce now before I lead into Jay-Z okay yeah so I'm saying like I was floored by the, all the ways that I think she portrayed like so all we're the talking ways- about Lemonade you're yeah. floored by Lemonade yes like all the ways okay. that we were like you've set the scene I mean that we were like you know, she's talking to all us females that mm-hmm. are taken advantage of and in a way or the other, knowing or not knowing, by just social mm-hmm. like constructs and, and by not knowing and, and, and by expecting more and sometimes yeah. knowing and expecting more. And I thought it was so real. And I was reading the the premises of like his new album and some of the songs and I was excited because it was somehow a response it was like a conscientious this is my thought process thoughtful response to that so Mm -hmm. I was excited to listen to that and that's why I streamed to the radio at no I would (laughs) have listened to the radio if I thought the radio still existed I mean I was not aware that you could listen to the radio anymore my lead in to trying to find this album and like listen to it was finding out that if you wanted to hear it you had to listen to it on title but you have to be signed title, and you also had have had to have had title for a long time yeah exactly because Jay-Z is trying to do the freaking apple thing where it's like you have to be completely all in or or nothing at all so mark ronson went on a whole twitter rant about how he (laughs) endless like endlessly was annoyed by having to like 
try to fucking get title and then like get rid of it because he couldn't get this album. That's the only reason he got title for. Ooh. But like, we could all talk about how maybe it's a good business move. But I also think it's obnoxious as fuck. Like, well, it's also I feel like maybe beyond the scope of this. But it's a damn good album. I listen to it on the radio. I want to hear it, but I'm also annoyed. I kind of want to make um, Ether the freaking jam of the summer because that was a Nas diss track on Jay-Z because everyone who can't get his album should just make this the hit song again. Yeah. <laughs> and like until you submit to our demands that we can hear your album, freaking Ether is the song of the summer. I mean, I agree with that. Yeah. I really agree with that. And from that, I think I want to go to our get the fuck out moments. Please tell me you have one. Get the fuck out? Oi, okay. I I do have one. Okay. okay. I mean, do it. I guess like get my, my get the fuck out moment, which is not a pop culture reference in all. Don't get kumbaya. No, Be it's angry. I'm, oh, maybe I get, I'll get a little bit, but like, no. No, oh, no, no. Peace. It's not, it's not even a kumbaya. My, my get the fuck out moment is just like, dude, like, free the nipple, free the vash, free the cock, free whatever the fuck you need to free. As long as you feel like that is meaningful to you and that's like what you're channeling and it's like not oppressive to anyone else, mm-hmm. you, you are in the power, your body is your fucking temple. And this is the kumbaya moment, sorry. I, I, I knew am, it was I, gonna I go am, here. I am apologizing to Yasmin at the start. I, I thought it was coming. Uh, um, all right. Negative Nancy is, is going to freaking is. deal with it. You know it. it is. Come on. Do I, I know my body is my temple. <laughs> <laughs> my body is my anger chamber of the screams. <laughs> like, don't, don't speak for my body. But I'm, I love it. So you are saying... That your get the fuck out moment, like stop doing something, is this? My my get the fuck mo- get the fuck out moment is like stop doing anything that doesn't speak the truth to you. That is zen as fuck, you said. Like, I, if that's honestly, your get the fuck out like, moment, you're yeah. like way too developed for like my life. Because my get the fuck ah. out moment, Isa, Rodrigues, Rodrigues. <laughs> is. Deconstructed food. I I want people to put my burger together again. Like, balls the fuck up. <laughs> don't make me, like, don't, like, I know. Your, your ideas no, are more. No, I'm like, I'm loving it. I'm really loving it right Jesus, now. Jesus, <laughs> everyone that I brought on the show has the most developed, beautiful, like, moving, like, <laughs> Martin Luther King shit to say. And I'm like. Stop giving me lettuce on the side of my burger. Just like, like, just put it on. Put it on there. <laughs> if you want to be a little bitch who doesn't like fucking lettuce, just don't go to a restaurant or pick it off. Like, I don't want to go to a jerk chicken place. You know, Isa. You live yeah, in New York I, City. I know, we live I in know. Brooklyn. We go to the same, same jerk chicken place. We do. And the ones yeah. that I don't like to go to are the ones that just make your really well grilled <laughs> roasted chicken. But then they give you a watery squeeze bottle? No. Marinate it. Come on. Come on. Come on. (laughs) Cash a check. I know there is one Becky that's going to be like, it's fine, I can't deal with it. Fuck her. 
If she doesn't want a red onion on her burger, if she doesn't want like a jerk sauce on her jerk chicken, she can go home and make unseasoned chicken. And she can get the fuck out. Like, and with that, I'm done. And I'm stripping naked. I'm running through the streets. And I think that actually (laughs) relates so much to what we were talking about. Like, in the end of the day, it's all about like personal like expression. I'm gonna murder you and Charlie for like. You have to bring it back to positivity. You know, you know me. <laughs> oh. Y'all are keeping me honest. Like, okay, you're I'm right. I'm making a peace sign no. to the microphone Issa, right now. You know Y'all what? Can say see it, it because, like, I have to learn to do this. Like, I need you to close this podcast. This is the end of the Metaphys podcast. Find us on Instagram at Metaphys Podcast. And now, Issa, tell us what we need to to do. Thank Please. you, Yasmin, for having me on. Thank you, Isa, for showing up and, and being <laughs> the moral compass. This is the best. I'm like just peace signing and like high fiving at the microphone. Y'all can see it, but that's what I'm doing. And follow Metaphys because it's the best. And like, I don't know, give me the Jay Z album for free. All I right, guess. Bye. I guess that, that would be a good treat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Cheers, girl. Bye. I cheers. think that's that. Yay!